0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, November 9th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio has continued to see spiking cases of the coronavirus, despite pleas from the governor for people to help slow the spread. The Ohio Department of Health reported around 4,500 new cases yesterday, down about 1,000 cases from the new record high set Saturday. Health officials have warned weekend numbers often lag behind because new cases are often not reported until the work week begins. Ohio has surpassed 250,000 COVID-19 cases over the weekend amidst warnings from Governor Mike DeWine that the virus is spreading quickly in every county in the state. The nation will soon have a new president and new policies while in the midst of a global pandemic. Stephanie Stanovich asked a Columbus doctor to weigh in on what the plan should include. The president-elect's plan mentions treatments and vaccines. Dr. Leila Javidi's recommendations. If I were on the task force, I think that a big thing is going to be to increase the transparency, especially in the pharmaceutical industry. We need the American people to feel confident that if there is a vaccine, it is going to be safe and effective. The bio- and Harris administration plans to make sure that politics play no role in determining the safety and efficacy of any vaccine, but rely on scientists and data. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. As several pharmaceutical companies say they're drawing closer to having an effective COVID-19 vaccine, the military's effort to distribute it to 300 million Americans is revving up. 60 Minutes looked into Operation Warp Speed. General Gus Perna is the chief operating officer and says he's afraid not enough people will take the vaccine. What's your worst nightmare? We get vaccines to the American people and they don't take them. Shame on us. Hey, I was already sick. I don't need it shame on us. Hey, I don't believe in vaccines. Shame on us. Pfizer announced today that it is seeing 90% effectiveness in its current trials and that it plans on getting emergency authorization from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration sometime this month. President-elect Joe Biden this afternoon announced the first steps he will take to combat the coronavirus. More from Tracy Townsend. He says masks are the most potent weapon we have against the virus. He also announced his COVID-19 task force. This group will advise on detailed plans built on a bedrock of science and to keep compassion, empathy and care for every American at its core making rapid testing more widely available, much more widely available. and building a core of contact tracers who will track and curb this disease while we prioritize getting vaccines first to the most at-risk populations. I'm Tracy Townsend. Emotions are still running high concerning the outcome of the presidential election. Some Republicans are objecting to Biden being called president elect, while Democrats say it's time to accept there will soon be a new president. Michael Tater reports from Northwest Ohio. Ottawa County Republican chairwoman Jill Steinbau says her county party is firmly behind President Trump while final votes are tallied. At this point there is no president-elect and it's really too early to be calling the election. He has a legal right to be investigating this. Uh, they did it uh, in 2000 with Al Gore. I think that took 37 days. Wood County Democratic Chair Mike Zicker believes this is a fresh start for the country. President-elect Biden is going to have that positive unifying tone that he ran throughout the campaign really to try to bring people back together. This is an important psychological moment where we realize that it is President-elect Joe Biden. Some voters we spoke to say Biden can heal the nation. I think he's the president that can bring us together. Um, his heart seems to be in the right place and he wants unity you know when they say it's um united states of america it's united other voters say the next four years needs true leadership i think anyone who's in a leadership position and is often looked at as someone who really can help lead the way it's important michael tater reporting Joe Biden will inherit a mangled U.S. economy, one that never fully healed from the pandemic and could suffer again as new infections climb. Angela Ann reports. The once robust economic recovery has shown signs of slowing again after federal aid lapsed. 10 million remain jobless and more layoffs are becoming permanent. The Federal Reserve says factory output dropped as well. In some places, parents cannot return to work as child care centers have closed. Restaurants and local retailers are draining whatever cash reserves are left. One in six restaurants was already closed in September, according to an industry survey. Angela Ann, ONN News. State senators are touting the newest bipartisan proposal for fixing Ohio's school funding system. ONN's Eric Brown has more. The proposal is aimed at a more equitable funding distribution and built on years of input from schools and other stakeholders. Officials say it includes a six-year phase-in and would take into account a community's ability to help fund schools, factoring in not only property values but local income levels. Lawmakers are crunched for time to get it passed before December 31st when the legislative session ends and three lawmakers backing the funding overhaul leave because of term limits. Eric Brown, ONN News. And in a normal year, the newly inducted Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class would have hit the stage and performed the well-known songs that made them famous and helped them enter the prestigious organization, not in 2020. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, this year's All-Star group was inducted Saturday night in a taped HBO special that told the stories of Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G., and the Doobie Brothers' Rise to Fame, and how acts like Nine Inch Nails, T-Rex, and Depeche Mode heavily impacted the music industry and the generations after them. The induction ceremony was originally supposed to take place in May in Cleveland, the city where the Rock Hall is located. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS TV in Columbus and WTOL TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.